0: Hello Fernand. welcome by G.I. Joburg, the quiz show, <laughs> with your host, it's Steve, <laughs> and we have our lovely contestants this evening,
1: in the blue corner, it's Paul, say hello Paul, hello, my name is Paul, i come from Joburg, and I'm an engineer in aerodynamics, at, uh, uh yeah. Boring! Yeah.
2: And <laughs> in die Roy corner.
0: <laughs> of the Roy Kant. This Robert!
3: Hello, mensen. This is Robert. I come from Kaapstad. My Afrikaans is the best in the world. And I geniet om die show te listen. This is where Steven should
1: turn around and go, Kaapstad? I'm Lief Kaapstad. It's such a wonderful... looker.
0: okay. That's enough vernacular from us. Yuri yare yare yes, yes we've just lost everybody. Boys and yeah. girls hey. It's a G.I. Joe Berg pop quiz pop quiz it's a GI Joe Berg pop quiz pop quiz question
2: wow.
0: Yeah. Hi guys, it's 142, G.I. Joe Berg. We're podcasting. It's uh it's the usual suspect, Steve, Paul, and Rob. We're uh, we're doing a quiz show this evening, <laughs> and the contestants. Uh, I hope you might have gathered if um, your apron was was up to snap,
3: Are <laughs> Paul and Rob? If you're Dutch, you might have understood us. Yeah, yes, yeah. it's me and me and Paul. We're going to be fighting for some fabulous prizes, of course. Not <laughs> to get the prize. <laughs> mystery prize.
0: And I'm your host and quiz master, Steve. But before we get into the quiz, boom, 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 boom who's got some news?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I don't have any news in particular, like, I don't have news, okay, but I got Okay, some...
0: moving on then, how about you, Rob? <laughs> cool, I, I, I got
1: <laughs> No, I'm kidding, Paul, what were you going to say? No, you, Rob, uh... no, Paul. No, Rob's actually hey! got... Oh,
0: I'm really bad at this hosting thing.
1: My, my thing is not news, it's something else. <laughs>
3: it, it's news to everyone who hasn't heard it. Hmm.
0: Well, I'm intrigued, Paul. I'm sure so is Rob. Let's have it, buddy.
3: Yeah, so, is the so audience.
1: this goes out to the audience as well, and it'd be cool if you guys um commented on our Facebook channel because that's actually where we get the most action in terms of like being able to communicate with you. All. So I don't know what uh, sort of took me here, and or, or, or should I say, what what kind of bug got into my system to do this? But uh I was just sort of sitting down on my bed and watching some Star Trek uh, the other day. I was just taking a bit of a breather. And uh I just kept looking at my C-Ray and thinking, you know, I don't get enough play out of my C-Ray. So I grabbed my C-Ray off my ter- – because I, I've got it mounted on the pterodrome. And I took it for a nice little mission, nothing major. And then I went to go and run a bath. And I decided to clean this thing because, I mean, my, my C-Ray is quite dusty. But on top of that, it was never like the cleanest or the most sort of pristine C-Ray um, that the world has ever seen. So I gave it a good, you know, scrub. And it was a lot of fun. I know it sounds stupid to say that, but like I had a lot of fun cleaning it. Anyway, uh, I got out of the bath and I still proceeded to like swish it through the water and do all these cool like... Flying motions with it. Anyway, I have a really shiny new, um, C Ray now because of that. But, um, and I cleaned up a lot of sticker residue and stuff. But what this is actually getting at is what is the last GI Joe toy, um, that maybe you, you've got, you do dig it. It's something that you like, or maybe it's something that you half like that you've picked up off the shelf and just recently just decided to play with. Like, not take it out to do toy photography or anything, but I actually decided, okay, cool. You know what? I haven't taken the old Sea Ray in a while. Oh, I haven't taken Dark One's of Ada for a ride in a while. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, and I'm, I'll put it in my immediate vicinity. You guys, have you guys taken any toys down to just have fun with that are G.I. Joe related?
2: <laughs> so... <laughs>
0: In the most immediate past, absolutely not, because it's been pretty heavily focused on getting all the principal photography for Blazing Sand, part five, in the can, as it were. So, all my energy's been kind of devoted to that. What I do tend to do, any time I am winding down after a hard day's work, is I put together a selection of figures and vehicles... And put them on the coffee table while I watch, I don't know, some mindless television. Oftentimes, that te- <laughs> mindless television includes some uh, old Sunbow episodes. But, jeez, you put me on the spot <laughs> yeah. now, Paul. I'm pretty sure I swooped a rattler around in the last two weeks.
1: Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you, robbed Rob?
3: Well, Stephen actually over the last couple of weeks has been um, kind of shuffling stuff around um, in in where he's kind of keeping things. And he's returned a lot of stuff to me that we've kind of gone past, I suppose, or that won't be featured in in episodes from now on. So, yeah, actually, he's he's brought me a lot of cool toys that I've had a chance to kind of fill with and find places for in my room. I still don't Mm. have enough space yet.
1: <laughs> no shame I, I i can fully understand that so i i remember the last time uh you mentioned something about this it was all mcfarlane figures so you like oh, i'm i'm ash and i'm gonna pose better than you evil ash <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> nothing, nothing like that no
3: no actually we, we've, we've we've moved on from the generic and we've actually gone into the jojo stuff now Oh. So, um, oh. Steven has, Stephen has an actual rattler. So we, we don't have any use for my cool, you know, like I'm army a... looking rattler. So I'm I've a... got my rattler back. I've got my whale, my Mamba, and my APC. So all the stuff essentially doubles <laughs> and cool. all like yeah. some of the modern stuff, like the, the rhino, which is now fully equipped. Um, actually and more like, than fully equipped
1: and, um, I see the words rhino and holy grail in the same sentence uh, quite a lot these days on G.I. Joe groups. People are like they're quite hot on the rhino at the moment. I, I, I've seen it pop up at least three or four times in the in the space of the last two months, which is quite a lot.
3: Well, it's, a, it's a fantastic vehicle. Are talking about the black rhino or the blue rhino? Actually, both. Ooh,
1: um, be the yeah. Black rhino. I like I like the blue one. I think the black one is awesome and it is super sexy. And at one point, Rob, I re- I remember asking Steve to ask if uh, if I could buy yours. Uh, that was before I <laughs> yeah. found them. Um, yeah. Wow. And I got my good friend at the time, David Harper, start to to locate a a mint and box movie version, which I think I got for like a whole five hundred bucks or something back then. And it's a really cool toy, and that is actually another toy that I just need to take off my shelf and have some fun with again, because it's great. And I've been seeing it a lot on, like I said, on GI Joe forums and things like that. And I'm just, th- and I keep thinking to myself, how is this a holy grail now? Why did people miss this the first time around? Because it, it's a cool toy,
3: it's a cool vehicle. It's I a mean, really fantastic toy. I mean, I'm well, missing the Rock. I, miss is fine, but... I like the Rock. Yeah. I think it's great. But it's okay, you know, it's. it's- Steven owns it, so...
0: <laughs> hey man, all I can say is it actually has transparent plastic for Windows. That's something rhino ain't got.
3: That is Oh, true. it doesn't need it, you know. Bring in the smack talk. <laughs> 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 I just realized I now own three vehicles that have, like, flying... Like, accompanying vehicles. Mm. <laughs> and, like, the rhino has it. The, um... The, what is it called? The Havoc... The Havoc has it, and the... Oh, jeez.
0: My sister has it. My
3: brain.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you can uh, you can circle back to that, Rob, because I'm going to just will, point out a poor, deprived member from upcountry who, the only time he gets to swish his sea <laughs> ray around in some water where it's intended to be... In this bathtub. Is in his bathtub.
1: the <laughs> bathtub, yeah. I mean,
0: it, it wasn't... Yeah. Totally recently, but any time I hit the pool at Kim's apartment, I took a shark with me. A shark. In fact, not only a shark, but a mask, fins, and a snorkel. Because <laughs> I love being under the water and playing with underwater vehicles. Under
1: the sea. <laughs> it's,
0: it's such a thrill to me. It takes on new life down there. Um, I had, of course, packed all... <laughs> My sort of dive gear, soft gear at least, in order to maybe do some dives at the Great Barrier Reef. But it was not meant to be because we had some rather miserable weather and poor visibility. So they cancelled our trip. Boo. <laughs> and I never had an opportunity to uh, to make a, a revised booking. But anyways, uh, playing with the shark in the pool was... Not exactly a substitute, but not exactly a bad way to spend one's time anyway.
1: Yeah, and and that's the thing. Like I, I kind of like thought, okay, cool. Well, next time I go down to Cape Town, I'm going to bring my Sea Ray down. I know you have a Sea Ray, but it'd be cool if we both took a Sea Ray into the ocean with some snorkels or mm. into a tide pool or something. You know, that'd be cool.
0: Hey Rob, have you remembered mm. your third uh, vehicle, terrestrial
3: vehicle that launches an aircraft? <laughs> It's the Rhino, it's the Havoc, and it's the. Uh It's like an ice vehicle. Hmm. Jesus, I can't actually believe I forgot on the bloody. Not anybody. the
1: shark. Uh, well, isn't it also called the shark?
3: Isn't it something? No, it's not called a shark, dude. It's the ice one that has the cool like launcher and like launches shit like. Oh, yeah, the avalanche!
0: Avalanche! Oh, avalanche, oh, yes, ah, I need to get that one back to you, buddy. If you want it, it's yours.
3: But I, you need to take it to China so you can um, play with it in the snow for me.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: yes, indeedy. G.I. Yeah, Joe moves to China. Well, that's uh, an interesting discussion for another day, perhaps. Right now, I think it's time. Would do the Joe pop quiz, pop quiz, the Joe pop quiz, pop quiz. So do you guys want to know the prize up front or should we keep that a mystery for the end?
1: No, let's keep it a mystery. I, I, I think. I like I think, mysteries.
0: Uh, yeah. Excellent, excellent. Well, I've devised some questions that cater specifically to the both of you and hopefully will challenge you equally. They're not the same questions. So, uh, you know, there is going to be some variation. Hopefully we won't have a sort of a runaway victor or we might. I don't know. But the premise of these questions is actually a bit of a celebration of G.I. Joeberg history. They all relate to either a member on the podcast or a member of our immediate friendship circle or actual events and episodes that we've either witnessed, experienced, or recorded. So maybe the listeners out there will be able to preempt your answers. Um, And it might be interesting for them to test themselves, see how much they retain or know about the three of us it's gonna be an interesting night all around and all the while during this podcast i'm going to be inserting a blade repeatedly into the side of a zorana action figure to try and pry her open. oh, oh right, i God. thought that was like what's the... your fingers, her o-ring shot over the weekend and uh oh shit now it's time to to finally do this traumatizing thing it's the first time it's ever happened to an action figure of mine so i mean this is the this is the big test uh because not only is it the the zartan siblings that are stuck together but ninja force as well and yeah Yeah. some of their o-rings are on the on the verge man they're on the brink Also, something interesting that I witnessed this weekend for the first time, and I can confirm that I actually witnessed it with my own eyes, and it wasn't something that I thought might have happened, but couldn't actually ascertain whether it was cracked beforehand, I witnessed an elbow crack. The actual cracking of the elbow. Wow. Yeah. It happened in front of your eyes. It happened right in front of my eyes. As I manipulated the elbow, I heard a, a faint and saw the crack form. Oh no. no. I've had no.
1: that happen.
0: It's not fun. No, look, well, I mean, can you definitely say that you observed it?
1: Yeah, no, I can. It was, it was you horrifying. Do, you
0: often dwell in very dimly lit environments, Paul. <laughs> That's
1: why I. Yes, I, was, I do. Yes. It was
0: in broad daylight. <laughs> there was, you know, a shaft of sunlight actually on that point, And I witnessed it happen before my very eyes. And it made me ponder the, the whole thing about elbow cracks. And I guess, while they will always bother me on a superficial level, I mean, the, the way I rationalize it to myself now is that, as a child, it didn't matter to me at all. It didn't impact on the way I played with an action figure. I didn't even notice them as a child. So why should I notice now? Why should it diminish value? If it is going to happen, inevitably, whether you play with your figures or leave them on display... You know, there's a level of randomness to it. Some of my most battle tested troops have no elbow cracks. In fact, I'm convinced that some crazy that sometimes it's, uh, you know, really loose, well worn joints that protect the elbow from cracking because there's no additional strains being placed in the joint because they're already completely unfrozen.
1: Mm, I can agree with that. Mm. Um, and it's something I'll share on our commentary for Blazing Sand 5.
0: Oh my goodness, goodness gracious me, he's already there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, ladies
0: and gentlemen, it hasn't been released yet. Uh, Paul's just prepping <laughs> his mind for finally appearing on a commentary track.
1: <gasps> Could that mean yeah. Paul
0: filmed a sequence for us? Could it really?
1: Yeah, but Do it's not like I haven't have filmed wait sequences before. That's,
0: that's the whole joke. (laughs) Um, maybe the odd shot here and there, pal. Let's not oversell it. You filmed an entire sequence.
1: I've done, I've done some scripting on it. You know, this is like little things, you know, nothing major.
0: (laughs) Dude, I'm trying to celebrate the fact that you contributed a major portion of an episode. No, that is true. You're like downplaying it. It's like, no, I've done stuff before. Oh, I
2: didn't do it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sorry.
0: Screw all this infighting. It's time for (laughs) outfighting. A battle of wits between Paul and Rob. Oh, shit. We're going to have a a sort of a warm-up round. These are questions, you know, just like in Who Wants to be a Millionaire? They kind of start out a little bit easier. And then we work our way up to a fever pitch. So,
2: (sighs) Paul... Paul and Rob, you both
0: have two warm-up questions. I haven't really decided whether or not they should form part of the tally overall. Maybe these will be tiebreakers. But uh, the pressure's off in this opening round. Paul, your first warm-up question is: What is Rob's favorite Joe character?
1: Oh, God, uh, uh... Hmm, is it sneak peek? Is it uh, interrogator?
3: No, it's scoop. <laughs> Would you Whoa. give that to him, Rob? I would definitely give it to him. Indeed. That sounds true to me.
0: (laughs) Congratulations, Paul. You're off the starting blocks. You have a point. In the event that we need to call in the bonus points, uh, you have one of those in hand. Rob, your first Mm -hmm. warm-up question. What is Alistair, our buddy's, favourite pre-1994 Joe figure?
3: Before
1: 1994. Mm. Oh. Oh, I think I even know this one.
3: Well, that should be um, MP Lawman. Hey, correct. <laughs> Even by the full appellation. Right. I was right too.
0: For anyone uh, in the wings, uh, wondering who the hell MP Lawman was, uh, it's actually Sonic Fighters Law from 1990. Alistair liked him because he was tan and green. Paul, your second warm-up question. How many single-card mm-hmm. figures... Or in the straight arm G.I. Joe series.
1: Uh, Hold on, I just want to work, I just want to work that out. Obviously. (laughs) 13. Because there's (coughs) 13. No, no, it can't be. (laughs) Should be 12. 11. Should be 11. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's Snake Eyes Stalker. Grand Slam, uh, Short Fuse came with the MoBat, so Grant, Rock and Roll, Scarlet, Hawk.
0: Is that your final answer?
1: Oh, um, uh, Hawk 2. Uh, hold on. <laughs> Not Hawk 2, gosh. <laughs> uh, what? I wish I could remember this guy's name. I keep... it's Because Grand Slam and him have like the same outfits. And I keep forgetting it, his name. But anyway, it's that guy. <laughs> um, uh, to straight arm. And then there are, yeah, cause there's only straight arm Joes and I think the Cobra officer. This is straight arm Cobra officer. And geez, no, it actually might be less. I'm, please note, I'm not Googling this, although I should be. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say, cheater. Like, cheater. I'm going to say 12. I have a feeling it's 12 just based on like what my brain can remember. 12. And you would be incorrect. At the, oh, it's, it's 11, 10. I'm afraid, oh. my brother. You,
2: you were close. You were close.
1: One away. <laughs> One away.
0: The original single carded G.I. Joes were Breaker, Slash, Grunt, Rock and Roll, Scarlet, Short Fuse, Snake Eyes, Stalker, Zap, The Enemy, yeah. Cobra, and the enemy Cobra Officer. Oh! Wow. oh yeah, so there close. we go. That's...
1: So, so close. close. That's why I thought it was 12, because I originally thought it was 10 Joes and 2 Cobras. That's why I mm. thought it was 12.
0: Tricky. Yes, Hawk came with the MMS.
1: That's right. But then, I just want to confirm then, then Short Fuse was single carded then. Correct. Definitely. Okay. okay, I always thought Short Fuse came with the Mobat, that's why. So. Stealer.
0: All right, Robbie. Yeah, you have the option the opportunity to uh, to have one over Paul in this second warm up question.
2: Oh, <laughs>
0: Put these following toys in the chronological order of when GI Joeberg collectively got them. Whoa. Oh God. <laughs> Are you ready? The flag.
3: Yeah, I'm going to write them down. Okay. All right. Okay,
0: flag, yeah. The Defiant Launch Complex. Yeah. The Terror Drome. Oh, shit, yeah. And the 1992 headquarters.
3: Whoa. to your HQ. <clears throat> okay, so you went from oldest to most recent? Yes. Okay, cool. So we first got the flag. We second got the Defiant. Then we got the Terror Then we got the 92 HQ.
2: Oh! Ho-ho.
3: Oh!
0: Swipes the lead. <laughs>
2: yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> One time. question. Is way
1: easier. Just yeah. saying. <laughs> oh dear!
0: Oh dear! Have I shown some favoritism? No.
3: No. Uh oh.
0: Let me just remind you, Paul. These points will only count in the event of a tie.
3: Yes. You could do a clean sweep of everything else from now on that's okay that can happen. <laughs> all
0: right are you guys ready for the real stuff
3: yeah. I am scared I'm scared
0: <laughs> these questions are going to be slightly off the wall but uh, hopefully as I say there'll, there'll be some some evenness here first question is going to be very random but let's see if uh, Paul can work this one out Uh G.I. Joberg loves to film In real-world locations. Of course one of the pitfalls of doing so is you're often encountering sand. (laughs) Which of the following vehicles do you suppose has the best ability to negotiate sandy terrain? By that I mean which one can you push the furthest before it gets clogged and the wheels start to stick and no longer move? Okay the three options are the hammerhead. Okay The awe striker and the thunder machine. I'm looking for the one that performs the best.
1: Oh okay uh,
0: the hammerhead, the awe striker or the thunder machine. Uh,
1: uh, I'm going to say the awe striker, but it's between awe striker and thunder machine because the hammerhead does not do well in sand. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go with, hold on, I'm just trying to think. Or Striker rubber wheels. Yeah, I'm gonna say all Striker. Yeah.
0: And you're basing this on?
1: I'm basing this on Blazing Sands. Uh, because of how, you know, nicely it was working on Blazing Sands. How nicely it looked before it got tagged in. And yeah, that's uh, at that end because when you shot the review for the hammerhead, I remember you mentioning how it gets clogged with sand in there. And when you're talking about when uh, the bug has the same issue and the Thunder Machine, I'm just going on a limb here that the Thunder Machine is awesome, but I think the Allstriker is just a little bit more awesome in sand. So... My, well, my conventional
0: wisdom would, I, I mean, I, I buy all your reasons, and conventional wisdom would definitely point to the All-Striker being better on sand dunes. So it is with some irony oh God. that I realized the Thunder Machine performs the best. Mm. Interesting, huh? Yeah, but is that...
2: So, yeah. you get that no. one wrong. <laughs>
1: Based upon... Well, I want to learn from my mistake.
0: Well, this is, this is just an observation that I made, which uh, you have absolutely no reason to have known before, beforehand. But uh, perhaps this is just my way of letting the audience know that uh, in this particular um, G.I. Joe toy fan's uh, estimation, the Thunder Machine performs better. I guess it has something to do with uh, the weight and thickness of its rubber tires uh... and the fact that it doesn't lock left or right uh, too easily, uh, you know. You actually actually have to force the wheels into a different orientation, whereas the awe striker will lock in one direction and kind of proceed uh, to seize up. Okay, so that's my. And the awe striker does not have rubber tires, uh, in case that was part of your reasoning. The only vehicle on the list that has the rubber thunder tires machine. is the uh, Thunder Machine. Mm. There we go. I've yet to take out the AF three. I have a sneaking suspicion that might trump everything. Not only does it have rubber tires, but it also has metal axles. Mm. Uh. But we're moving along. Question number one for Robert. <laughs> dun, dun, dun.
3: Oh, 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 no, no. I'm scared.
1: Be afraid.
0: The first time <laughs> the three of us were ever in the same place together. Whoa. Was the occasion of watching G.I. Joe retaliation in the cinema. Yes. Can you remember okay. what your favorite aspect of that film was? When, when asked for your highs and lows, what was your personal high point of that film?
3: Oh, wow. <laughs> That's really going back. <clears throat> my favourite part of that movie <laughs> I feel like you both remember what it is and I've forgotten I actually have no clue
1: but I'm so so glad I didn't get this question because <laughs> I've since watched it and it's muddied it up
3: so uh, I enjoyed the, the more realistic weaponry that they used maybe I thought there was more ground in reality I feel like that's something I would say <laughs> Or the fact that the screen is really big. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: hilariously, may, maybe maybe you were just uh, trying to make a funny <laughs> when you gave me this reason. But uh, your high point of GI Joe retaliation was how quickly they killed Channing Tatum's character. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> that, that makes sense though, actually, because he was a bit of a silly character. Okay, so, goodbye. <laughs> well, it's probably the worst <laughs>
0: Duke representation it. in
3: history. Oh,
0: but <laughs> uh, Okay. Clearly, <laughs> clearly round one has stumped the contestant. <laughs> So, after the first round, it seems uh, my buddies have failed to get off the starting blocks. Uh, Let's see if we can change that in round number two. Paul, back to you. Mm -hmm. The highest number of vehicles ever on display in my childhood room. Do they range between 80 to 99 vehicles? Between 100 and 119 vehicles? or over 120 vehicles on display at the same time
1: Um, I'm going to say the first one because your childhood room is quite packed with your cool stuff but it's not hundreds of vehicles packed I'm going to say it's the first one
0: 80 to 99 vehicles
1: yeah
0: and you'd be wrong oh really <laughs> what the hell At one, well, I mean, what counts as a vehicle? A motorbike could count as a vehicle? Yeah, okay, that's true. (laughs) At, at, at the, at the most ever, I had over 100 vehicles. I actually took a census. I was like, how many vehicles have I got? Boom, 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 boom. Wow. I've reached 100. Hectic. So yeah, man, I'm in that middle, middle category. Oh, I was. Mm. It's uh, been thinned out a lot since then. Interesting. Moving over to Rob. Just getting real. Moving to be rather tough. Mm. (laughs) Which of the following episodes of the Sunbow cartoon is not one of Paul's essentials? The first one is, there's no place like Springfield.
2: Okay.
0: Second one. Memories of Mara. Okay. And the third episode is Computer Complications.
3: I'm going to go with Computer Complications, because I, I feel like I kind of remember the, the other two. At least I remember those names popping up, but I don't remember Computer Complications popping up in our discussion of the, the TV series.
0: And you'd be right! Oh! <laughs> Computer that's complications is
1: of, is, of course, the episode with Mainframe and Serena, right? Mm.
0: Yes, and isn't it the one where they... That's not the one where they sink the flag.
1: Mm-mm. I actually can't remember, to be oh. honest.
0: Paul, if you're going to eat on mic...
1: Uh, yeah, I didn't think you were going to ask me a question. And then I pressed the mute oh, right. button, and it obviously didn't mute. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. righty rob has a point in this uh things are getting interesting let's see if pork and claw his way back question number three who from gi joeberg picked 1984's storm shadow as their definitive storm
1: shadow hmm I'm actually going to say Rob, 80, like the '84 Storm Shadow, as the definitive. Yes.
0: It's a trick question. It's such a trick question. There's nobody, nobody. Yeah, I was about to say like '1984 Storm Shadow.
1: <laughs> Everybody went for a modern era Storm Shadow for the modern version of him, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Uh well well I no Stephen went for I the
0: think, uh, 80, 88 one 80. no 90. 90, 90. 92. Mm-hmm. yeah oh okay 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 that was um that was a tricky one Paul I'll, I'll give you that <laughs> yeah it was it was somewhat of a, an anomaly that no one picked his original
3: first appearance. Well, we all had reasons why we didn't.
1: I'm just scared of breaking mine, so... <laughs> yeah, he's sacred. Yeah.
0: He's somewhat of a very fragile little porcelain man.
1: Yes, very much so.
0: Okay. Robbie, yeah. question number three. Okay, okay. What is Paul's absolute favourite Joe action figure?
3: G.I. Joe Cobra or
0: otherwise. This is a very uh, difficult question. About O-ring. <laughs> O-ring. 1982 to 1994
3: action figure. Oh, it's and a vintage Joe. Wow. I'm trying to think back now. Oh wow. My mind is empty. <laughs>
1: It's difficult okay. because I'm difficult with stuff like that. I'm very mercurial, so.
3: It's true, it's true. Okay, I'm thinking. I'd like to think that, okay, well, I, <clears throat> let's, let's narrow in on it. So Stephen, you know, he has a chance to like laugh at me for longer or be like more, like, ooh, is he getting closer? I'm going to say it's a cobra. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Steven's having fun already. And I'm gonna- That was poor. <laughs> and I'm gonna say... Oh jeez. I wanna say that it is 1984 Storm Shadow. I mean, even though it may not be the definitive one, it's it's probably a very prized one. That or... Oh jeez. Wow. Okay, I'm going to go with 1984 Storm Shadow. Even though we did just discuss it, um, I think it it should still prove to be a a favorite. Don't worry, Rob. I'm also excited to hear what the answer is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the twist in the tale, Paul. It's a
1: joke. You get to tell us what the answer is. (laughs) Oh, no. like, like Like, Rob, it just happened... And he was so lucky he answered this question this week. And this is, you see, this is how I know we're good sportsmen. Because (laughs) if you had asked me this question last week, it would have been 85 Snake Eyes. But this week, it is back to 84 Storm Shadow.
3: Wow. What? Well, I I was going to choose between, yeah, Storm Shadow or Snake Eyes. But, like, I'd already gone for Cobra. So I was like, it has to be that. But the thing is, like, it's such a difficult thing because, like, I could very
1: easily switch around. Like, there's also Tiger Force Outback, but I don't have him, so it's difficult for me to say he's my favorite because I don't have him. Um, But, like, that 84 Storm Shadow, it's always between 84 Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes for me. It's a very I know they that. They are. has toys. I couldn't... I can't argue with that at all. And what made me... And the reason the Storm Shadow... Like, I don't know if you noticed, but I've been doing lots of Storm Shadow artwork, so I've been a bit obsessed with it lately. Yeah, so, dude. Yeah.
0: Incredible. Incredible.
1: Not only does Rob know everything, he's psychic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that brings Rob squarely into the lead.
3: I've just got skills, guys. Yeah,
0: skills. Paul, can you fight back, buddy? Can you fight back?
3: Yeah,
1: Anything better or than zero can. right now?
0: Okay, for you, Paul. Can you give me an example of a spelling error on a classic file card?
1: Whoa. Do, 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 do. Shit. You know the thing is, like, I can, I can almost picture it. I keep thinking it's a, it's a surname. Um, but it's not a surname. I'm, wait hold on is it a martial arts that was spelled incorrectly um man I can't think of one now Ah, this is terrible this is what I get for not taking my file cards to the loo with me um (laughs) (laughs)
2: like
1: seriously uh oh dude I am I'm sorry I'm at such a loss I can't even guess uh like guess one right now that's that's how how lost I am on this question. I'm going to say it's the name of a
0: place. Oh. Ah, you're going to help your fellow contestant out a bit, Rob.
1: That's magnanimous. Well, no, I think he's trying to steal the point. But, like, <laughs> I,
3: if he gets it, that's
1: cool. It's well-earned.
3: Well, I think it's the name of a place. I feel like they're probably misspelled like like some city or state. But, I mean, I, I still have no idea exactly what it is. Probably, like... It's probably, like... Konoda, <laughs> instead of Kanek
1: like, or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Rucha. off the top of my head, I can think of two. I'm sure there were more, what? but these two that I can think of are on some pretty classic file cards. The first is from 19- 1982's Major Blood. The second is from 1984's Wild Weasel. Major Blood has the rather auspicious birthplace of Sydney, Australia, but Sydney spelt with an I and not a Y.
1: I should have gotten that because right. of our video.
0: Mm. Yeah. And it seems Wild Weasel participated in something called the Bus Wars. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know. Was it like minibus taxis fighting out, you know, for dominance
1: of, of routes? Hey, and the South African. As a South African, it's very easy to just accept that as it is. Ah, a buff you know. war. But, yeah, but I don't have a Major Blood Classic file card. I've only got his Modern Reissue, which is probably re- uh, spelled correctly or spell-checked.
0: One would hope so, yes. i got a feeling that... Yeah, I think his Supersonic Fighters file card, they got it right. <laughs> All righty, then. Moving over to you, Robo...
3: Okay, do,
0: do it. <laughs> Paul's very first G.I. Joe action figure.
3: Oh yeah, this is easy.
1: Is it? Should it be? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's
3: easy for you to remember. <laughs> yeah, it, it is easy for me to remember. <laughs> oh, um uh... I won't give
1: you a hint, Rob. No, don't, don't
3: help me. No, please. Okay. I won't, I won't help you. Just don't give hints. Jeez. I just, (laughs) okay. No problem. Earn your zero. No hints. Exactly. Exactly. Everything's fair in, in war and game shows. (laughs)
2: Um,
3: Okay. I'm going to say first that it is a, Cobra. And it was. It was a Range Viper. There we go. I did it. Or Rock Viper. <laughs> oh. That would have been a magical day. Which one is it? Range Viper? Okay, or I'm, rock I'm, 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 gonna, I'm gonna say Range Viper. I'm gonna say Range Viper. But it is probably in Dreadnought. <laughs> All right, okay, so which one is it? Range Viper or Dreadnought? No, I'm I'm sticking with the Range Viper. That's your final answer. That's my final answer. Oh god, I'm so wrong. I just know it. Would he be wrong, Paul?
1: He is, re- I'm sorry Rob, but you are wrong. My first figure was sci-fi. Ah. Uh, <laughs> no, with the original version, the green one. The Green one, yeah. Oh jeez. So I am so happy to get him back finally so Uh. sorry Rob (laughs) but it's fine it's not like you need the points you know so
0: (laughs) (laughs) you might be able to claw your way back now after Paulie because I'm gonna ask the same question of you what was Rob's first GI Joe figure scoop
3: (laughs) (laughs) and would he be right Rob (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'd like to say that you are right, um, because that's the earliest one that I can remember. receiving. I feel like I must have gotten earlier ones, because, I mean, I have, no, it must have been Scoop, because I have I have the snake eyes, you know, the cross, the one with the stuff on them. Actually, I, I feel like, yeah, no, it, it must have been Scoop. And <laughs>
0: I would corroborate that, yes. I think uh, I can recall a, a podcast where we spoke about your initial Joes.
1: And Scoop mentioned the non-violent figures. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So basically, she just thought Scoop's handgun was a long-range mic. Rifle mic. Yeah.
0: Hey, Paulie's off the starting block. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Okay. Question number five for Robert. At Jokon 2018, the last and final Jokon, the one that G.I. Joeberg very Gratefully tended, we placed second in the custom competition when we were representing a custom made by Jim Godfrey called Peter Ainder. There was a cash prize for our runner-up placing. It was $50.
2: We each
0: took a little slice of that $50 and got something. Can you remember what Paul put his show dollars towards?
3: Yo. Okay, well I obviously remember I got a havoc.
1: <laughs>
3: I remember that too.
1: <laughs> I wish I had this question.
3: <laughs> oh wow. Paul put his money towards getting a... He got so much stuff.
2: <laughs> <laughs> true, true,
3: true. <laughs> Oh jeez it was a oh. I'm drawing a blank wow it's I want I to give you edit- a hint but now that I have now that I, I have didn't, a, point, I I didn't, a point I didn't <laughs> I didn't edit the, the, those videos <laughs> hmm. Oh wow I'm going to I'm going to take a, a stab in the dark and say you got a, a rock piper
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: not, not a range viper.
2: Because
3: <laughs> <laughs> I remember you getting a rock viper at some point, but I'd, maybe Very it was even. Yeah, I, yeah <laughs> recently, but maybe it was like so recently that it's still stuck in my head, and it feels like it's you know every answer is rock viper.
1: <laughs> well, dude, Joe G, uh, Joe Con was on, around this time oh. of the year last year.
3: Oh, it was last year, yeah. Yep, we're in the month. So of it two. does feel
1: like just yesterday. So, it,
3: it really does.
0: Is that your final answer, feel like Rob Rock Viper? I'm
3: gonna go with Rock Viper, yeah, I really, if it isn't that, I don't know what it is. Paulie, oh. put him out of his misery.
1: I got the whole set of Ninja Force figures from a very, very cool dealer, by the way. Oh, I, I remember the name of that dealer because they package
3: their stuff really well. I <laughs> know. So. Oh, so I have a full Ninja Force because of that guy. This is that one dude who helped you out. That
1: one, that one dude. I think he even gave us a discount on it. I think he gave us a $5 discount on it because Steve also got something from that. Ironically, I can't remember what Steve got, but I know what you got from it. Because oh, I remember...
0: no ever does. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I think we've come to our sixth and final question. Oh. Wow. If, if Paul gets this right and Rob gets his wrong it will mean that we tied up and we'll have to go (sighs) to a
3: sudden sudden death. death.
0: (laughs) Yes. Ooh. So, are
1: you ready, Paulus? Hold on. Yeah. Ooh. Easter egg there.
0: (laughs) Which (laughs) of the following options was not an option in the Joe Fund Me webisode ballot? So when we did Graduation Day, it was the result of a vote that had been cast by our backers. Which of these was not an option available to them? Okay. Number one, Optimus Prime as the protagonist. Number two, Search and Destroy as the scenario. Number three, the Defiant Launch Complex as vehicles and equipment. I'm looking for the one that is not an option that we had on the webisode ballots
1: i'm gonna say the defiant because i think i know you well enough to know you didn't want to shoot that so you didn't want to put that up as an option yet because i remember optimus was definitely there and search and destroy we did sort of have something like that but for some reason i can't remember the defiant being on that list so i'm going to stick with defiant
3: is he right rob I feel like he is right. That that sounds right to me. I'm gonna go to find as well. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd both be wrong. I know,
1: oh, on the destroy.
0: It was Optimus Prime who
3: was conspicuously oh, absent. Fuck, that, that was my second answer.
1: But I remember, why do I remember uh, there being a lot of talk of Transformers for that episode then?
0: Because Megatron was one of the potential ah, villains. Ah, yeah. It was all maybe that oh, made yeah. his way on. But Prime not. I mean, perhaps if we had created a webisode series that involved Megatron, there would be some talk of Prime. But yeah, there was just Megatron. And it was G2 Megatron, the, the tank mode Megatron, who was could have possibly integrate with G.I. Joe. Very much like uh, his appearance in the comic book series. Hmm. But uh, I think that means that the the outcome is somewhat already determined.
3: Were but I still have a chance
0: to get a question wrong. Ooh, indeed, indeed. Okay, well your victory lap then, Rob, as it were, uh, because <laughs> the points currently are uh, one point to Paul, two points to two Rob, points to and Rob. Rob has one question in hand. Oh yeah. my goodness. Your sixth and final question, Robbie. Which yeah. of the following is not one of G.I. Joeberg's picks as the lamest G.I. Joe toys from the classic run? <laughs> oh shit. Number one, the Storm Eagle. <laughs> 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 number two, <laughs> the Buzz <Ball. laughs> And number three, the drug elimination force. I'm looking for a one that no one on GI Joeburg regards as a lame toy, or, or what numbers as one of GI Joe's lamest offerings. Those options are the Storm Eagle, the Buzzbore, and the DEF.
1: I thank God, I can answer this one as well.
0: <laughs> mm. <laughs> Well, I'll say if, if Rob gets it wrong... I can try. Yes. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I don't know how I'm going to make that impartial because if Rob eliminates one of
1: the, the options... Yeah, obviously, it's going to leave two. Yeah. I
0: suppose you'll have to both say your option at the same time. Oh, my goodness. Oh, God, Thank okay. But have... you have to give us a, a
1: countdown, then? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Can... But
0: But let's hear <laughs> yeah. your reasoning. No, wait, I can't hear your reasoning because that's going to give it
1: away. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, basically, just so I can make 100% sure... Nobody in our team likes it, like, for, for example. Picked it. Yeah, like, let's say one of them was the Cobra Battle Barge, for example. Mm-hmm. Like, none of us likes the Cobra Battle Barge. So, it's easy to eliminate the Cobra Battle Barge if it was one of these options, correct? Yes. yes,
3: Okay. So, if you can remember someone choosing one of these options, then that means it it isn't eligible to be the correct answer.
1: Awesome. Okay, yeah, I know what it is. Okay. Whenever you're ready. <coughs> so three two All right. one Steve or three two one us. Yes. Okay. Steve's gonna
0: three two one us. Okay. Alright, gentlemen. Three, two, one Storm Eagle D E F Oh <laughs> Oh, this fills me with such glee. Just to clear that up, Paul you said the Storm Eagle and Rob said the DEF. Yes. Yeah. So, the reason this question was initially directed at Rob was because our very first podcast recording was just between yeah. you and i paul yeah and the, the the topic was the lamest g i Joe toys we were th- we were basically trying to determine the toys the, the five toys that we would never want to ever own, seek out, and own, yeah. Maybe it was a way of us kind of, like, starting out as collectors and, like, basically trying to narrow our views. Anyway, yeah. it made for an interesting discussion, and it, and it made for history because it was our very first discussion. It was pretty bad, but the opinions <laughs> were at least very, very honest. And this is something that I wouldn't think Rob would have been privy to, the information contained therein.
3: No, I've watched those episodes. Ah. But, like, ages ago.
0: Yeah, no, true. I, I I hadn't listened to it for years myself. But we have to be cognizant of the fact that, like, people discovering us for the first time are going back into this sort of back catalogue of episodes, and so <laughs> we have to be prepared to defend these opinions. So mm-hmm. it is with some level of consternation, but a lot of glee, <laughs> that I get to point to the fact that you, Paul... Nominated the Storm Eagle as one of your lamest G.I. Joe vehicles. <laughs> yeah. Personally, could not stand the idea of a water pistol jet. And the Storm Eagle yeah. was, one okay. your, was, was one of your selections. So I'm very amused to, to say that you've now kind of... Um, what, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm completely unsurprised, in fact that you have doubled back on your opinion. <laughs> and now you're like, hmm, Storm Eagle, it's not so bad.
1: Like the reason I, I chose Storm Eagle, um, uh, because you have expressed some interest in the headhunters from DEF. Mm. I know that I love the buzz ball. And last I checked, no one on this group likes the Storm Eagle. Mm. Yeah. So that's why I shouted Storm Eagle. <laughs> because I own a buzz ball very proudly. So, Rob owns a buzzball.
3: I'm not sure how... Pr- <laughs> Couldn't have been that one. Uh, I love the buzzball, dude.
1: Yeah, and I know that my opinion on the DEF has since uh, matured a bit. I still think Headman is kind of a dork, but I think the rest of them are pretty cool.
0: <laughs> I'm afraid my opinion on the DEF has not matured at all. So, Rob has once again proven <sighs> himself as a mind reader. Yeah, the DEF... <laughs> I mean, not only did I list the DEF as one of my lamest in that initial episode, but then flash forward a couple of years uh, to an episode where Rob, in fact, was uh, privy to the recording and the DEF was also, yeah. I was was trying to stay internally consistent to myself. Um, Yeah, just. I just, uh, no, no. Power to people who absolutely love the DEF. I know JD's a big fan of Bulletproof, probably his favorite Joe of all time. Um, but I've never warmed to those characters. And I know, Paul, you say the headhunters are something that I've taken an interest in, but mm. check this out. Like the headhunter stormtrooper is the, strictly speaking, the figure that, that intrigues me. Not enough mm. to buy, um, uh, my yeah, right. I mean, it's, it's kind of been dangled in front of me a number of times and I've always passed, but. If we're honest with ourselves, like that, uh, no. Actually, getting to the semantics, it's not worth it. But like um, the 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 location of that figure in the sort of the the GI Joe listings is a little bit strange because you know I think they stopped DEF cards, you know, off, before they released the Headhunter Stormtrooper. Anyways, bottom mm. line, I still I will I'll never be a, a DEF fan. <laughs> <laughs> drugs are bad <laughs> and so are those figures i'm kidding i don't know i don't
1: know bulletproof's I mean, kind of a i think bulletproof's okay actually every, everyone's got their thing yeah. and,
0: and i actually do have a DF cutter but not because it came with the shark 9000 so you know there's that but i mean i i, I don't particularly like that cutter but he's a possible figure anyways gentlemen that brings us to the conclusion of our game. In the warm-up round, Rob managed to climb to the front with uh, two points to Paul's one, and then yes. in the main game, you managed to get two points again, Rob. You mind reader managed to figure I'm out. i not a
3: mind reader. I'm I, just didn't, like good.
0: I didn't actually know the answer to what Paul's favorite GI Joe figure is, because as you said, Paul, good word, very mercurial. It tends mm-hmm. to move around a bit. Um, so I, I would have actually gone with 1988's Storm Shadow had the question been asked of me.
1: It's also not a bad contender for that. I a good figure.
0: When you put together those sort of sprites, you know, basically the, oh yeah, so I used that one. Yeah. NES game sprites to kind of be our avatars. You know, you created a shockwave for me, a scoop for Rob and a Storm Shadow for yourself even down yeah. to the red sword so it was undeniably yeah, true, yeah. storm, storm Shadow version 2 but uh, that's freaky man that you've subsequently moved back to the classic and Rob was able to predict that so Rob you are indeed the overall victor and, and, and very rightly so congratulations
1: the new owner of yes. like Tiger Force Outback or something <laughs> I can go with my Tiger Force rat Attack. You mean your
3: Tiger
0: Rat? Yeah, that one.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, well, So, what was the prize?
0: Tiger Force gets bigger. <laughs> the, prize, the prize, gentlemen, Rob, you have won yourself a fabulous prize. In addition to the title of being G.I. Joe quiz champion, you wow. are the winner of a fabulous two weeks accommodation, <laughs> 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 meals, and spending money. In Hong Kong, <laughs> oh, fuck. that's something. <laughs> you just have to get yourself there. <laughs> Congratulations! Woo-hoo!
3: I knew the prize was a red herring. <laughs>
0: oh. We're a bunch of fun labor guys.
3: We're the we're the best. We're the best. <coughs>
0: totally the best. <laughs> we'll start the GoFundMe tomorrow. Ha, ha. Tomorrow, yeah. Ha, ha. <laughs>
3: Congratulations. Well, thank you, Steve, for putting this together, dude. It was, welcome, it was definitely a lot of fun.
0: Mm. And I'd like to thank our our runner-up, Paul. Congratulations, buddy. <laughs> you were you were, you Consistently were there. Consistently shit. <laughs> <laughs> you you gave answers. You you spoke with your mouth and sometimes with your chip packet.
1: <laughs> my, my 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 chocolate pa- uh, bar packet I mean I, I wouldn't eat chips on the show that's not fair and for
2: a bonus question what was Stephen's favorite
0: matchbox car Jeez. why <sighs> my mother wants to know what my favorite matchbox car was but mom this is a G.I. Joe topic it's not going no, to No, I think it's
1: fair I think you know if your mom wants to get involved I think we need to try and answer this one
0: hmm. um I will accept the colour. Oh,
1: it is red. Rob's going Uh, with
0: red. What is your answer, Paul?
1: I'm I'm actually going to say blue, for some reason. Mm,
0: Paul's dialed in blue. It's green. (laughs) Was that a subliminal second answer for (laughs) Rob? Uh, Well, your subliminal seems to be tuning into my wavelength, because it was indeed (laughs) green. (laughs) <laughs>
2: oh yes
3: bravo
0: and thanks course. for the question mother <laughs> hey everybody my mother <laughs> has left the room
1: okay i think it's awesome that she even knows that that's actually really cool
2: oh
0: she's actually produced the vehicle uh i'm going to uh post a picture of this uh this particular matchbox car oh correction it's not even matchbox it's uh, the french brand, Majorette.
1: Oh, wow. What it is the is make a, of the car?
0: It's a Jeep Cherokee station wagon. Right.
1: Mm. That was your favorite? That's interesting. Wow.
0: And in the back is a molded dog. And the, uh-huh. uh, the, 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 the the tailgates on the station wagon flips down. I guess even back then, I liked the concept of vehicles that had opening hatches to fit occupants.
3: Those are the best kinds
1: of vehicles. Wow! Mm. Yeah, I got a Scorpion a Hot Wheels, and that was it. I mean, I'm not saying it's the only Hot Wheels I own, but I'm just saying that was like my favorite, like when I was a kid. So, it's
2: hmm.
1: so a Hot Wheels was a Scorpion on it. It's it's really cool. It's it. I mean, it makes sense. Paul likes unusual vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it started. I never got the Lamborghinis or the Ferraris or anything like that. I don't know why. Just hmm. I was never drawn to them. Yeah, I, like I think
0: I I probably would have matured into the sort of the faster cars, but uh, this was a pretty solidly built little number. And looking at it now, I mean, it's it's still in good condition. Obviously, the paint is kind of chipped off a little bit in places, but not nearly as much as uh, as its brethren, I'd say. Fascinating. That's cool. Every time I saw one of those, I would buy it because he regularly lost it. Do you know
2: that that's
0: like, like the fourth version? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, there's an <laughs> oh. the, uh, explanation for the condition. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, clearly, I junked a few along the way.
2: You lost them. Okay, I'm going to have you Night, boys. Sleep Night. <laughs> <laughs> that's so sweet. Your mom is
1: so cool.
0: <laughs> chirping, chirping. Gentlemen, in 15 minutes, Hooded Cobra Commander 788 is going to premiere his review of the G.I. Joe Hammer.
3: Well, I think we should check it out.
0: I think we're going to wrap up on this podcast and head on over there, unless anyone's got any other matters they'd
1: like to discuss. Uh Oh, uh, I don't know who bought one, but whoever bought a T-shirt the other day, thank you. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool.
3: Thanks um, to that person. Thank thanks you to very that much. person.
1: And uh, Steve Johnson, you know... Uh, I really thought I had my cover down, but, you know, if you know I'm Batman, then I suppose everybody else is going to start knowing I'm Batman. Un- under a post of, uh, I can't think of the name of the actor now, but the new guy that's being considered for Batman, or has been chosen as the new Batman. Robert Pattinson. Um, there we go, that's the name. It just uh, I mean, I had it until I opened my mouth now. And, uh, yeah, Steve Johnson commented on that post. He's like, Paul Opeshaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Paul Opre sure is Batman, <laughs> so I was quite um, yeah I was quite taken by that. I thought that was really sweet. I mean, and it may or may not be true.
2: I'm not hmm. going to
0: say. Yeah. Yo, your cover's incredible. I mean, billionaire entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that, that's a, that's a pretty uh, modest veneer you've managed to put on there, Bruce.
1: Yeah, well, all I'm saying is, guys. If I was Batman, and I'm not saying I'm not, and I was a billionaire, I still wouldn't let people know that I was a billionaire or Batman. Not that I am a billionaire.
0: Jeez, that's like two secret identities.
1: Right? Right? Yeah, I'm a mystery.
0: (laughs) (laughs) My shout-out is going to go to Cody and Pablo over on Facebook, who have been crafting the most intricate and fascinating uh, mission together filming little uh, little clips that they've actually edited together and and have created a compelling little story uh, about... Well, I, I think it kind of loosely ties into the events of Blood in the Water. So hats off to you guys for taking that concept and running with it. It's very exciting and something that I'd like to curate at some stage and string together into a longer clip and maybe even publish on YouTube on our accounts. Uh, I've spoken to Cody about that and he, he seems quite... Quite keen on the idea. Um, but I'd like to give him a chance to kind of bring it to some kind of satisfying conclusion for him, uh, before we go and do that. So I'm excited. He's excited. Pablo is bringing some intrigue of his own. Um, I'm, I'm loving this stuff, guys. It's really, really encouraging. And I've got a massive grin on my face as I say this because it's really good. It's amazing what kind of depth and ability storytelling ability we possess almost naturally as as people who role played with our action figures we've got this we've got command of character and plot and narrative and pacing and and tension all these elements i mean it's it's part of our dna and it's very exciting to see it present in people who we associate with on these social networks so big ups guys excellent Dustin you too that writes up with Recondo fantastic top marks anyways with that we've got 10 minutes to go before HCC's latest review and ah, man I'm just looking forward to getting down in the comments and uh, enjoying the live chat with whoever else manages to catch the premiere it should uh, prove to be a pretty good time so uh, thanks for playing guys Rob I'll see you in Hong Kong
3: Oh yeah, absolutely like grumble,
1: grumble, <laughs> grumble, grumble, grumble. I'm just gonna go and lose with the uh, humility over here.
3: <laughs> later, dudes. Later, later. Cheers, Cheers guys. I'm a winner.